Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show as we head into Hour 3. It's a delight to have John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog with us. Must reading, I uh, used to say every day, now it's several times a day, of course, uh, powerlineblog.com. John, how you doing? Well, doing well. It's hard to keep up with the news, though. I know, I know. It's uh, it's uh, that's part of the strategy here. I think they like us in chaos. To be honest with you, I, you know, there's this. I, I think the media wants us in chaos. I think the left likes chaos. Uh, I think they like this notion of some version of a permanent revolution where we can never focus on one thing. We never get quiet time or quiet thought. That's that's well, been going you, on. you know, on a more micro basis, yeah. Seth. I think. They like the fact that there are multiple states where people can't figure out what's going on. Yeah. You know, in 2000, it was just Florida. Yeah, right. You know, this year, we got a number of states, and it's like, what, what? <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. And, and you just literally can't keep up. No, it's, it's a lot of whiplash. But you wrote something about Wisconsin this morning, um, which is just jaw-dropping, and not getting enough coverage. Talk to us about what you, you saw in, uh, in Wisconsin and what the Gateway Pundit picked up on there as well. Yeah, so, so, you know, there's been talk about Trump underperforming in the Midwestern states compared to 2016, but that really isn't necessarily true. In Wisconsin, uh, Donald Trump got more than 200,000 votes more mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. than he did in 2016. His total went up dramatically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been talking about this. There's been some confusion, Seth, mm-hmm. because there are different ways of measuring voter turnout. You can look at it in terms of the percentage of registered voters, the percentage of eligible voters, or the percentage of voting age population. People, people use all those measures. And some people have kind of confused apples and oranges. And so there was a, a meme going around that, that Wisconsin was claiming 101% voter turnout, you know. Yeah. That's not correct. Right. Now, that's, that's based on mismatching okay. those numbers. But here's what is true. What is true in Wisconsin is that there was an exceptionally high turnout recorded of registered voters, or any way you measure it, but 89% of registered voters. Now, Wisconsin has same-day registration, so that 89% would be would be reduced somewhat by the number of people who registered on election day, but that, that, that's a very very high number. Yeah, Milwaukee County, uh, which which consists mostly but not entirely of the city of Milwaukee, reported a turnout of eighty four percent of registered voters, and and that includes same day registrations. And they said this is a record high, the highest ever in Milwaukee County. And it is apparently true, it's been reported, that there were seven wards in Milwaukee where there were more votes cast than registered voters. Right. And 90 wards in Milwaukee reported turnouts of over 90%, right. which is you know, kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, again, though, here you have to bring back the same-day registrations, right? Sure. Because, because uh, that comparison, I believe, is being done on the basis of registrations prior to Election Day. But still... You know, those are obviously suspicious numbers that need to be looked at. Now, if you look at it statewide, and if you, again, you got to just standardize your measure, whatever you're going to look at, as a percentage of the voting age population, which is how Wisconsin generally reports these things, mm-hmm. turnout was 73%. Right. And that compares with 66% in 2016, which, of course, as we all know, was a hot election yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a big, big jump from 66% of the voting age population all the way up to 73%. 
and and of course the Democrats will tell us, well, sure, you know, this was this was an even more nuclear election year than 2016, and we had relaxed rules for mail-in voting and so on, and so you know, that resulted in more votes being cast, and I think that's probably true. But but when you have this kind of a massive increase in the number of ballots that are being counted in an election, you do have to ask, well, where did they come from? Right. You know, this is a huge, huge increase. Right. You know, what's what's the genesis of it? And, and I think this is where, along along with some of these numbers from the city of Milwaukee, with with, with turnout, you know, numbers that just it's hard to believe that they could possibly be right. It's also it's also a statistical oddity. Uh, you or Steve, I don't I don't remember posted a posted something in 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 the in, in at the power line about these these st- this would be a, a several fold standard deviation from the historical average of 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 yeah what was yeah see that, that's an example of where whoever created that chart missed the difference between are we talking about a percentage of registered voters oh, or now. a percentage okay. of the voting age okay. population. Okay. The eight the eighty nine percent is a percentage of registered voters. Got it. The sixty six percent is percentage of the voting age population. I'm with so, you. I'm with so you. So that chart you look at it and say, Oh my gosh, this is obviously wrong. Okay. But it needs to be tempered just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 comparing an apple with a with an orange. Okay. There's there's still something there. We still do see a major jump in the number of ballots being counted, but it's it's not as dramatic as it's portrayed in that in that particular chart, or as or as some others have have said. But here's the point, Seth: Wisconsin is one of I think three states where it's been reported, uh, and as far as I know, it's true. But I, I I I'm hoping you can enlighten me on this, sure. Seth. But it's been reported that there were midnight dumps of a huge number of ballots. In Wisconsin, it's about 100,000, and I think it's a similar number in, in other states. I, I believe uh, Michigan and Georgia are in that category. Mm-hmm. Midnight uh, dump of something like 100,000 ballots, all of which, or virtually all of which, for Joe Biden. That's your statistical impossibility. <laughs> so if you, right, so right. if you chart this, you know, it goes up you know, in little increments, and the Republicans are pulling ahead, and then at like, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning, right. all of a sudden, whammo, right. uh, Joe Biden leaps ahead, you know, with a $100,000 bump, uh, $100,000 ballot bump. Well, obviously, there's no way that if you feed 100,000 votes into the system, they're all for one candidate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, that doesn't happen. No. So so somebody needs to get to the bottom right. of what the heck is going on with these midnight uh, ballot dumps. Do you know, Seth? I mean, I have not seen any reporting, any explanation of, of how that happened or what, or what that's documented. No. I, I, what I do see is a lot of frustration about it, and I'm seeing some press conferences from some of the legal team uh, uh, from the Trump campaign. But, you know, that, that, that's what's so weird about this, John, um, to me, is that this is going on, it's being reported, it, it, and there seems to be, you know, about as much interest in these stories as there was in, you know, you name it, Hunter Biden, if you want. But that that's the issue here. This is this is this is what is so frustrating for me is I think we you know, you and I both were partisans for Donald Donald Trump. Correct me if I'm wrong. And oh, absolutely. And, 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 and we would have we would have, you know, been a little upset, of course, a little dejected, of course, but we would have been contented 
if this if he loses fair and square, we we would have been. We just would have been, as everyone I know would have been. And we just we we can't get straight with the fair and square part right now. That's what's frustrating. It's not fair and square right now, not based on what we're seeing. Now, Arizona itself has a problem, but it's that it was called too early. I don't we're not seeing the kind of data dumps, the kind of ballot dumps that we're seeing in other states. That's not our issue. The issue is, you know, getting all the reporting in and we're getting it in. And I think it's it's happening mostly without shenanigans. We had uh, our state chairman in just before you, Dr. Kelly Ward, talking with us about that. But, you know, it's 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 just interesting that, you know, these things tend to go just in one direction, more and more pro-Biden. And it seems to be happening with very, very little serious oversight. Um, yeah, I mean, the mainstream press has no interest in looking into right. voter fraud, right. no interest right. in looking into ballot security. Right. They're happy to take any numbers that a Democratic city, county, state apparatus reports and say, oh, like they're gospel. Well, if, the pre- if, if your leader is Hitler, which is what they have told us, why would you say anything is off the table to get rid of him? I mean, at an extreme point, you know, they, they feel that they have a calling that any 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 jinx, including high jinx, is worthy of the cause here. And, and I do ter- I, I worry about that terribly here. And I worry about the media having to defend itself, too. You know, they've been embarrassed and embarrassed um, by reality throughout this election, including, you know, all these predictions of these wide sweeping Biden victories that haven't happened. Hey, but I guess you can only be embarrassed if you have shame, and maybe they just don't have shame. Yeah. They don't embarrass easy. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> and by it. by the way, it? Yeah. you probably missed it because you were on the air, but just a few minutes ago, uh, President Trump uh, was giving a press conference. It may still be going on, but he talked about the polls, and he came right out and said what I have finally come to believe is true, and that is the pollsters do it on purpose. Yeah, Seth, I am. I am yeah. so much more cynical than I was. I am very convinced ago. of that. Yeah, I, things yeah. I would not have believed, yeah. and I think that that the pollsters uh, jigger their polls on purpose yep. to be wrong. Yep. They know they're wrong, right. and they do it to try and, to raise money for and the they, Democrats. And they won't pay a price because, you know, most price. of them are commissioned by the major media anyway, right? These are a lot of these polls are WSJ, ABC, NBC, uh, right. partnered polls. All right, Hinderocker, John Hinderocker from Powerline Blog. I know it's a busy night. I wanted to get you on today and appreciate hey, your thanks, time, Jeff. as always. always as always. God bless you, sir. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Got a full bank of uh, calls on the board, and I appreciate all of your patience. It's uh, your show here on out, so we will get to each and every one of you, I believe. Thanks for sticking with us. Javier in Phoenix, welcome. Hey, Seth. Uh, good to talk to you again. Hey, I'm hoping that was you this morning that I heard it on another show. Yes, sir. I was on the Mike sure Gallagher you. show. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. Very, it was very kind. He, he has a lot of compliments towards he is, anyway. He is such a good man. I'll tell you. Can I just say one word about him, Javier? Uh, one sure, word about Mike for, for those who don't know. There are people in life and public life who aren't always exactly what they are in person as what they are in public life. He is exactly the same person in public as he is in private. And he, more than anyone else in the world of radio, um, uh, spent time and and effort helping helping me get my, uh, my sea legs. He's just a well, helper among people. He is a great man. Well, you 
sure does have a lot of kind thoughts about you towards you. Well, he's a good man. Seth, a couple of things. First of all, I and I think other callers in the past have alluded to the fact that Donald Trump was initially, and I still think he's God sent. You know, that's the way I felt when I found out at three in the morning that he won. And and his mission was twofold: one, to expose the swamp and how deep it is with both parties and everybody involved, especially of late with what happened with the Biden and his son. The second mission is what we're currently experiencing. I think without he going through this process, our country would never know the extent of the graft and corruption and the fraud and the crap that's involved in our voting system and how open we leave it to, for this to happen. And he's been the only cheerleader for this country at a national level. And I'm really disappointed in our party and our representation in Congress where they just back off. We should be in the streets peacefully. All the Trump rallies, all those people should be out there in front of their state legislatures or wherever, making sure they understand you're not going to steal this election. It was obvious from the get-go that was their goal. And finally, I think it's extremely hypocritical as a country and disgraceful for us to go into other foreign lands and say we're going to monitor your elections (laughs) and make sure they're fair. Isn't that, isn't that right? I mean, right. We. I, I, I said earlier. Absolutely. I said earlier that we are looking like the kind of country we send aid to. This is no. Yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. we ought to have somebody else come and monitor our. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, absolutely. The ballot dumping was just so obvious. And, and for example, locally, when I plugged in at like five in the morning the next the next day, the day after the election, and looked at the state, the state of Arizona was blue. Mm-hmm. All local elections. All commissioners, everything was blue. Two hours later, when it became obvious that people were questioning the early call of Arizona, all of a sudden the numbers changed. And it isn't a blue wave in Arizona. And Schweikert will probably win. Hopefully he'll win. So we didn't lose anything except for McSally. And finally, that's who I'm disappointed in. She is not a fighter. I can't believe she's not out there just raising hell about this. You know, well, I just uh, well, it's a testing time, isn't it, Javier? And we're taking notes as to who's out there and who's doing what and who's sticking up for the president. If you can't stick up for your party's president right now, right now, I mean, there's absolutely. no point. That I I have no use for you. I just have no use for you. And Look, if we were to lose this election, if we were to lose this, I was saying to John Hinderocker, I'd see if you agree. Yes, sir. Uh, I was saying if if we lost this election fairly and squarely, we would have licked our you know, licked our wounds and and been a little depressed for for a few days. Like we, we always do. Like we always do, and we've gone back to work. It's the fair and square part we don't have a handle on right now. We no, can't. We, we can't. Don't. Right? It's the fair and square part. And it doesn't even. And have that's to be worth about a fight. The man, Seth. It, that's it doesn't worth have to be about the man. Right. It can, it's about the right. constitution. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And our first, most important, responsible right as a citizen is voting. Absolutely. And, it, it, and we're voting with. You know, with my fingers plugging my nose, with me making the sign of the cross, hoping I don't get screwed this time. It's just despicable how we go about it in this country. Well, I like your energy, and I like your optimism, and I like your appropriate outrage. We have to. The guy's going to pull it off. I mean, that's his mission. That's what I expect. That's what I expect, too, Javier. And we all should be backing him, whether I like him or not. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Amen. Boy, I'll have what he's having.
But this is a serious point that goes back to our very founding. It's a hugely important point. And maybe maybe we don't have time for the philosophy, political philosophy lesson right now. I, I guess I did a version of it in my monologue yesterday or the day before. But when our Declaration of Independence talks about deriving its our government deriving its just power from the consent of the governed, it's not any power. It's just power. That's what the Declaration says. And you can't have consent of the governed. You can't have consent, as you wouldn't in a contract or anything else as an agreement between parties. You can't have consent if you don't have one rule for the Greeks and one rule for the Romans, one rule for the R's and one rule for the D's. In other words, if you can't have fairness, if you can't have fairness. And it was clear from the headlines and the stories projecting a vast sweep, blue wave change election uh, uh, in, uh, for Joe Biden. That's where it started. And the polling that backed it up, which clearly and monumentally to be at this place was just not true. It's not like they couldn't do it if they wanted to. Trafalgar did it. The Iowa Press thing uh, paper did it. They could do it if they wanted to. It wasn't about ability. It was about will. It wasn't about ability. It was about will. By the way, kind of funny to see how bullies work. When we were quoting the Trafalgar poll, saying mm, it's going to be a lot closer and a lot more favorable to Trump than every other poll was showing, all those other pollsters, they wrote off Trafalgar as saying, well, their models are all off. Their models are all off. Conventional wisdom dictated by nonsense and partisanship. And it's affecting the very heart and the very essence of who we are. Governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. You don't mess with the consent part. That's what unravels a society. That's what makes us, as I said, look like a country we send aid to. That's what it is right now. And if you want to you want to keep the Russians from laughing or any of our enemies from if you want to if, if you were really serious about that, if you wanted to keep them from laughing, you would not be doing this. You would not be doing this. And when people say Donald Trump has no right to be calling this out. Why? Why doesn't he have a right to be calling it out? The New York Times won't. CNN won't cover it. Fox is barely covering it. Who else is going to call it out? Who else is going to call it out? You know, we in talk radio, we have we have a lever, but it's a lever. Yeah, it's a lever. I'm Seth Liebson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Nationwide Coin and Bullion Reserve is our most recent sponsor. If you're looking for something solid and strong and reliable in these times of flux, you want something as good as gold, you want gold, and you should buy it from Nationwide Coin. They are a trusted source for precious metals with a 4.6 rating on Trust Pilot. Nationwide Coin and Bullion Reserve has an exceptional offer for new customers right now. You can get a one-ounce Gold Eagle coin at cost while supplies last for just eighteen seventy-five. Weight and purity backed 
by the U.S. government. It's a great opportunity to safeguard your future. So call Nationwide at 800-850-1155. That's 800-850-1155, Nationwide Coin. And mention that Seth sent you. Where am I going to next? Sam in Phoenix. Thanks for your patience, sir. Hey, Seth. Hi. How are you? Hey, Seth. Sam. Uh, Yeah, I've been thinking and discussing with friends, why don't we just outlaw mail-in ballots? Let's just skip it. Let's get rid of it. So I was having this conversation with uh, Jim Ryan, my general manager, uh, before the show, and... um, I think the most prescient thing, the most uh, the smartest thing that was said when we started talking about all these mail-in ballot opportunities was said by Attorney General William Barr to Wolf Blitzer. He said, you're playing with fire. You're playing with fire with this kind of mail-in balloting. And here's the, this is what a fire looks like, Sam. This is what a fire looks like. So state, well, can, yes, right, it can be done. It can okay. be done. State legislate, yeah, okay. so state legislature, yes, okay. yeah, state legislators, yeah, yes, so state why legislatures. Don't we, why don't we have a red wave going across the United States and just have all of our states that we control? That's it. We're done. If you We're can go, do yeah, I, it, it's turned out to be highly, um, highly, uh, a highly menacing thing, hasn't it? And anything that gives us less confidence rather than more in the safe and secure outcomes of our elections, it's a menace. We do away with it. We should do away with it. And, um, Did you mention Kelly Ward? Pardon? Did you mention Kelly I don't know if it came up. I don't don't remember if it came up, but I don't know that she would die. You know, she'll correct me if I'm wrong. She probably agrees with that. She probably agrees with that. If she doesn't, I I would like to hear uh, why not. But, you know, as as my buddy Jim said, you know, if you can go to the store for a candy bar, you can go to a you can you can you can go you can go to an election center to vote. You can go to an election center to vote. And 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 it is, as it turns out, the least easy way to tamper with a vote, to do it in person. It's the least easy way, which is, by the way, funny enough, why so many Trump voters wanted to do in-person voting, why so many voters wanted to do. So I think there should be a push. I think there should be a push for the state legislatures and governors where we can to stop it. And I'll tell you something else. Um, if we can't get it in enough states, then we probably have to talk about a constitutional amendment, which will be hard to get. Certainly hard to get right now. So start with the state legislatures. I say, I'm with you, Sam. I'm with you. It is a highly menacing thing. We are playing with fire. And this is what fire looks like. Where am I going to next? Richard in Tempe. Hi, Richard. In Prescott, and I can tell you, uh, all of uh, all of Prescott went went for Donald Trump. But one of the things uh, I've got a background. I've lived here in the state of Arizona for sixty-five years. Okay, um, I used to work back in the seventies. I worked with Bob Corbin, the Attorney General. I remember there. Bob Corbin. Sure, Sharpie. Yeah. I got a hold of a friend of mine yeah. that uh, was told that he he was one of the people who went to the bowling piles over there on Bell Road, mm-hmm. and the pen he had. We said, no, you can't use that. You have to use this. Mm-hmm. And they gave him a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. And so I called the AG's office. Mm-hmm. Okay, Now, he's supposed to be Republican. 
And I called the AG's office, and I said, okay, fine, I'm going to bring someone in that was a victim, and we're going to file a complaint, and you are going to investigate it. Well, you don't understand how these things work. I said, no, hold on. Wait, what do you mean I don't understand? I understand perfectly. I said, I want you to get off your dead butt and do your job. You know, and it's all I got was a bunch of runarounds. When, so when was this, Richard? When was this? This was, this was today. That's interesting today. because yesterday they sent out a letter investigating the issue. That's really interesting because yesterday the AG's office sent a letter with a lot of demands asking about uh, this issue from Maricopa County. Um, well, the other thing to do then is to go to defendyourballot.com, as Kelly Ward said. Just double vouch safe, Richard. Double vouch safe. Go to defendyourballot.com. I'll be right back. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember this. This is from you. Thank you. If you're um, planning on selling your home, you want James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. He is the agent that sells more homes, over $500,000, than any other agent in Phoenix and Scottsdale. He is a good friend of mine, and I have other friends who have used him, and they think of as highly of him as I do. James guarantees to sell your home at market value or he will pay the difference and can make you an upfront guaranteed offer on your home within 24 hours. He'll always let you out of a contract at any time. You have nothing to worry about on that front. Give James Wexler a call at 480-386-0711 or visit him online at jameswexler.com. That's jameswexler, W-E-X-L-E-R.com. Sandy in Peoria. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Seth. Thank you for taking my call, my friend. I'm sorry to bother you again. Well, you're b- bothering just, uh, me. This is this is what we do. <laughs> why is it a bother? You. This is why I, I come into I, in, I, into I, the I, studio to take your calls. I know, but you know, I think you heard from me enough. I just want to point out something. I'm very disappointed. First of all, I've never seen somebody, and, and I noticed this, Seth. I'm not. I'm not blind. I wasn't born yesterday. Uh, first of all, I was one of the people who complained to the attorney general about uh, the marker situation because uh-huh. when she gave when she gave it to me, I looked at her weird. Um, I was, you know, a, a prodigy kid in my class, so pretty much um, we were told from the time we were kids these are the same kind of ballots you would do when we would fill out the Iowa test yeah. in in Chicago right. when I would take the test in Chicago. Right. And the first thing they would tell us was. Do not use the mar- uh, Sharpie pen. They will bleed through. And I looked at the lady weird when she gave me the pen, but I assumed they knew what they were doing. But nevertheless, I turned my ballot over, and you could see that the- it's bleeding. And they might tell you that, oh, you know what, it went through successfully. I don't know that. I- I'm not, you know, using, I'm not the one who is scanning it. I'm not the one looking at it when it's going through. So for me, that's one concern. All right. Well, you got to go to beballotready.vote to check. Go to beballotready.vote to check. And and I did, and I, we will. And and trust me, we're we're looking into that right now. Okay. The second thing is, the other concern. It shouldn't be a problem, Seth. That's what I'm trying to say. I it, understand. It shouldn't be an issue. Let's hope okay? it isn't. We're, yeah. So, <laughs> number two, I've never seen anybody who has never campaigned has campaigned what. Five times has come out of his basement five times, um, 
and has breezed through and gotten this much ballot. Maybe he knew something. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what what I'm beginning to think. And got five million more votes than Barack Obama. That is not possible, Seth. I'm just letting you know that. That is not possible. This man has been, throughout this campaign, very confident. We counted the cars at his rallies. Mm-hmm. They were 65 cars with uh, people. Oh, something, in the car something's walking. yeah, something's not right here. Something is not right yeah. here. So you know, I, and I'm very third. I'm very disappointed in the and I left the message at the part, Republican Party. Anybody can tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. I will never endorse another politician again for what they did to my president. And I'm being very honest with you. I feel that everybody betrayed. Um, our president. Well, there are some, right? I mean, there are some that have stood. There are a few good people, Seth, but they are going to be, I'm telling you right now, with Nancy Pelosi still still there, with all these, you know, uh, people who are filthy still there, uh, you know, at the Senate, uh, I'm I'm sure, believe me, uh, look at what's happening in Philadelphia. Look at all these places that are supposed to be conservative. These people are tied. Look at George Bush. Okay, I am calling out George Bush. I'm calling out Cindy McCain. Shame on them. Shame on them. Because you know what? They should put their personal things aside, their feelings, whatever it is, and come out for the benefit of the people. I, I'm more angry at the Bush. I'm much more angry at the Bushes. You know, I'll, 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 you know, I don't know Cindy McCain, but she's not a politician. She's not in politics as far as I'm concerned. So I, exactly. I, 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 I don't have much issue with what she wants to do, and I don't think she meant anything. Uh, at the end, I don't think, you know, all these national papers thought it was a big deal that she endorsed. A pre- I don't think anyone in Arizona cared. I don't think there's a single person yeah. in Arizona who changed their vote because of what Sidney McCain said. But you're right when you can have Jimmy Carter lecturing other countries in his um, post-presidency, not lately, just because of infirmities, of course. But when you can have him and others lecturing other countries on um as an ex-president on on their election infirmities and certifications, you can have ex-presidents now from our party stepping up to defend ours when we're looking a lot like those other countries Jimmy Carter used to go to. Yeah, I um, I, I am noting the silence there. I'm noting the silence uh, with you, Sandy. But uh, don't say never. I mean, there are a bunch that have stood strong, and we're 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 going to remember them. We're going to remember them. This is a testing time, and uh, some have. Uh, some have passed the test, and others, others haven't. Others haven't. I understand. Uh, I understand the anger and frustration, but it's a testing time, and um, just be patient. Be a little patient. Be active, but be patient. Ed is in Chandler. Hi, Ed. Uh, hi, Seth. Um, I just wanted to call and comment on your statement that uh, a friend of yours said that everything changed when it, Fox announced it. Yeah. Arizona was it was a, it was a caller yeah I don't know I don't remember who it was it was a caller oh I see okay yeah yeah and I totally agree with that I was telling people that same thing today uh, and then I heard your uh, interview with I don't remember his name but the Brian Kennedy probably yeah. the Murdoch yeah 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 Brian Kennedy right right okay and I came home uh, my wife had Fox on TV and I came home and I honestly I I swear I sat there and listened to John Roberts talk for about 10 minutes without just saying Trump has no evidence whatsoever of what he's claiming right now. I heard him say it. I've heard it. Yeah, I I was on uh, with Mike Gallagher this morning. He was talking about Fox, the uh, the cable ratings leader. And I said, after this week, that could change. That could change. 
and it would change because Republicans and conservatives just don't see the point of the brand, you know? How did Coke do when it became new Coke? Not well. Not well. Thanks, Ed. Be right back. John Gabriel, my friend John Gabriel, occasional guest host here. He has it right. He has it right. Media for the past year. Voter suppression. Voter suppression. Voter suppression. Tonight, the president says voter suppression. And the media hits a fainting couch. Hillary Clinton to this day still claims the Russians stole the election from her. Stacey Abrams of Georgia still claims Republican officials stole her gubernatorial election for her. She was a running mate, a runner-up to be a vice presidential candidate for Joe Biden. Didn't see this kind of reaction from CNN. Funny that. I quoted Reagan at the beginning. Let him do it himself. I believe we shall rise to the challenge. I believe that communism is another sad, bizarre chapter in human history whose last Last pages even now are being written. I believe this because the source of our strength in the quest for human freedom is not material but spiritual. And because it knows no limitation, it must terrify and ultimately triumph over those who would enslave their fellow man. For in the words of Isaiah, he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might he increase strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. 